It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Brett Phillips is joining us, our SEN's tennis expert. Um, we were talking about jars of Vegemite and Taylor Fritz, uh, Brett. Um, and the, the bet has been fulfilled to a certain degree, hasn't it? Um, Taylor Fritz's partner couldn't finish off the uh, jar of Vegemite. I couldn't even get more than one mouthful, I don't think. <laughs> See, this is how big this girl's become. We're kicking off our tennis segment with Morgan Riddle. I mean, she's, I mean, I'm Herald, Herald Sun this morning. She's back page, front page. This is extraordinary. Well, the New York <laughs> Times did call her the most famous woman in men's tennis. Yep. <laughs> yes. All right, uh, now. No doubt. The in, I've got to become an influencer somehow. Uh, <laughs> you are, mate. You, you are. are. You are. <laughs> hey, now, look, just before you picked up, we were discussing here. Joker goes back-to-back daytime matches. What is the reason, please? Well, I think recovery time, really, for the players. I mean, Rublev played the latest out of the four quarterfinalists today, obviously finishing around midnight against Demonor. So to give him the appropriate amount of uh, recovery time, to put him 48 hours later at night, uh, Djokovic obviously played during the day. Fritz uh, played uh, during the day. Um, and Sinner played sort of Saturday, uh, what Sunday twilight into evening. So yeah. it sort of makes sense from that uh, point of view. And yeah, Novak's got probably the warmest day uh, today, 29 degrees in Melbourne on Rod Laver. Once upon a time, he was a bit flaky in the early days with a bit of heat, uh, but I think he'll be uh, made of the stern stuff uh, today to see off uh, Taylor Fritz for a, a ninth uh, consecutive time. Yeah, what are you looking forward to out of the others? Yeah, I think Sinner Rublev uh, does fascinate me. Uh, I mean, Sinner's just, you know, playing exceptional tennis at the moment. Uh, and Rublev, I mean, when's he going to break this quarterfinal duck? Uh, zero, nine. I mean, it's uh, got to hang over his shoulders. Obviously, he's running into really good opponents at this stage of a tournament. Uh, but the way Yannick's playing, uh, I'm not sure I can see a way through for Rublev. It might get a double figure, zero and ten. Um, so I think to see the Italian in full flight in prime time tonight, Will be great after we saw Elkaraz in prime time last night. I think the you know Melbourne audience here and those coming to the tennis at the Australian Open are getting a full appreciation of how good these young guys are uh, up close and personal. And yeah, obviously the women uh, today we're going to call uh, Sabalenka and Krachikova tonight. I mean we think it's sort of Sabalenka, Coco Goff as a semi, uh, but Krachikova is wily. You know she's done a great job to get to the top ten. Great doubles plays is all. Uh, sections of the court. Uh, she'll make Arena play a lot of balls and, and try and frustrate her with you know different spins and you know get it out of her hitting zone and not make her so comfortable. Uh, that's the intelligent play that Barbora can bring. So she might cause uh, might be the disruptor mm. uh, tonight on uh, on centre court. What about the other side? Noskova, Yastraviska, 
Kalinskaya and Zeng, anything there that, that really impressed you or what, how have they done it? Well, the young Chinese girl is going to be a star, let yeah. me tell you. Uh, Xingwing Zhang of China, 12th seed. Um, yeah, obviously blitzed her opponent, Dodin, last night. It was in uncharted waters and she got through because, you know, obviously a few of the top women fell and that Steve Bradbury moment, you, know, yeah. you just have a, a lucky break. Uh, but Zheng is the real deal. In fact, she was coached last year by Wim Fassett, who's coached all these great players to the top of the game and was with Osaka before she uh, took maternity leave and Naomi came calling and Wim dumped, basically, uh, Zheng, uh, caught her off guard and she blasted him in the media and I think she's really keen to show Wim, you should have stuck with me, because uh, you know, I'm going all the way all the way inside the top 10. So I think on that side, where all the big names have fallen here, she looks the, more, the most likely you know, to make the final, and yeah, she's fine. only going north. Um, yeah, she's a good product. A lot of Chinese women now starting to emerge. In fact, Lee Na was there yesterday playing the Legends, and, you know, she's uh, the inspiration behind a lot of these young Chinese players. Great. Uh, these, uh, the, the Ukraine women too, obviously there's a lot going on in their lives and in their minds. To get this far, uh, I think is fantastic. Yeah, well, Diana Yastrzemska, uh, we'd sort of almost forgotten about her. I mean, she was a young player that rose to 21 in the world uh, pre-COVID and had um, obviously built a really good resume. And then COVID came. She also um, was suspended for, I think, about seven months uh, for a, a doping violation, which she was later cleared of. And the ranking slipped. And in the last three years, she hasn't been able to get it back. And she actually was the number one seed in qualifying. Now, that's how far she'd fallen, gets through, and here she is, you know, um, going deep into the tournament. Great win against Azarenko. I mean, a lot of guts uh, yesterday. And you're right, uh, Pat. I mean, there's a lot going on with her emotionally and her, you know, her love for her country. I think um, it was only just a short time ago that her grandmother's house got bombed in uh, Ukraine and... Yeah, look, it's it's um it's it's it means a lot. I mean, Svitolina went out in tears yesterday with obviously the back spasm after only three games. So it could have been two Ukrainian women having a really deep run. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, you're right. There's so much going on in the world away from sport. We saw the the pro-Palestinian protesters yesterday as well, which you know Zarev, you know, gave the security of the Australian Open a bit of a rocket as well. He said it probably shouldn't have happened, but it's pretty hard to stop them, mate, isn't it? Yeah, really hard to police, you know, all this stuff. I mean, I was at, you know, Carol's by Candlelight uh, before Christmas and uh, they snuck in there as well and disrupted all the kids on stage. Uh, I mean, yeah, I feel for the security people at times. There's a lot of people, you know, coming through uh, the gates of Melbourne Park. Uh, It's always interesting, isn't it? You know, when they do these bag searches, uh, I wouldn't say they're the most forensic bag searches. Obviously, they're (laughs) conscious... They're conscious of getting people through the gate as quickly as possible, yeah. but see, I reckon you could sneak anything into the tennis and uh, and make a make a make a ruckus. Yeah, yeah, especially if it's just a pile of flyers and he's throwing around. Yeah. Um. Well, what about um? You know, we we know the challenges of the demon, um. But this French wild card, Cazot, is that his name? That's a good effort, isn't it? It, it it's ended with her cash, but yeah. Yep. Talk, talk us through that. Yeah. He can play. He can play. I mean, the French are always, they're always going to have a big production line of players. Uh, you know, it's a huge system set up in France. Uh, you know, club tennis, uh, really good pro level events as you're building through the juniors. So they've always had a lot of players. They just can't uh, get one to, you know, uh, win a Grand Slam. He's still smoking the pipe up there. Yannick Noah, you know, back yeah. from 83 on the men's side. But they do play a good brand of tennis. 
So yeah, he's been a, he's been emerging. He's a uh, I'm pretty sure he made the boys final at Melbourne Park going back a few years ago, as have a few of the young French players. But yeah, it's it's the one slam you just you know, catch a few players off guard at this time of year where you can just sneak through a couple of rounds and okay. gee, it's certainly been proven this year. And Brett, I might have been a bit slow to read this. Um, the passing of Mike Dixon, the UK journo, uh, was that last week? Or, yeah, yeah. yeah that, Did you know that, him? That, that shocked everyone. Yeah, I never met uh, Mike in person, but I certainly knew who he was. He was a fixture in the media room, and uh, you know, hugely respected uh, by the players who, you know, uh, knew they were getting a guy when they when they were interviewed by him who knew his tennis, who uh, wasn't looking for a sensational headline. Um, just wrote great articles. I read a lot of Mike's uh, stuff, and yeah, just uh, tragic. You know, fifty nine years of age and. Collapsed. I think the day before he was watching Emma Raducanu on uh, fifteen seventy three Arena, and yeah, life is short, isn't it? But he was a uh, yeah one of the doyens of yes. uh, tennis journalism. Mm. Yeah, it, it was sad. I read that. I, I, I'm pretty certain I've met him at Wimbledon yeah. years and years ago. Yeah. Hey, just quickly, Alcaraz. And I, I know we've mentioned, him, but boy, oh boy, he's exciting, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, those. Uh, it, it's interesting to talk to people who. Uh, known of the emergence of Alcaraz, who we obviously missed him here last year, and he's just, you know, since he was last year, two years ago, I mean, he's just set the tennis world on fire. Now they're getting a full appreciation up close of how good this guy is. As an athlete, tennis player, does it all with a smile on his face, and he's just a beauty, absolute beauty. So, yeah, hot favourite, certainly to get through and uh, play in the final. And, yeah, Novak Alcaraz, um, I think, you know, <laughs> I'd like to see it personally. I want to see yeah. these two go head deaders as much as possible before Novak uh, pulls the pin. Oh, yeah, me too. I mean, I, any great sports lover would, 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 you know, would well and truly be on your side there, mate. Uh, Alcaraz Djokovic, bring it on. Yep. All right, yeah, gr- great to absolutely. chat. Another busy day ahead. We look forward to your chats every morning. Uh, you, you give us uh, the, the absolute inside word of what's happening at this Australian Open. Thank you, mate. Thanks, Brett. Good stuff. Yeah, we'll be on SEN uh, right across the network tonight, I think, or 6 o'clock uh, Queensland time yep. uh, in the bunker for uh, Krachikova, Sabalenka and Sinner and Rublev. So, yeah, live radio uh, tonight. Good night. Okay, you've got a long night ahead of you, Brett Phillips. Thank you very much. Thank you.